it through. Mm -hmm. The sun will rise and the sun will set and I'll still be alive. That was always my motto is like, no matter what happened to me, like I just wanted to stay alive. You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. This is conversation number 135, episode number 226, and I'm super stoked that you're here with me today. I've been waiting for this episode for at least six months, and my guest today is Anson Roberts, a.k.a. the Nub Gunner. (laughs) Nubs is the man. He is incredible. If you don't follow him on Instagram, it's Nub Gunner. He is a former Marine that got hit by an IED. His vehicle got flipped in the air and he lost some of his fingers. It's an incredible journey listening to him speak about it and how he's overcome that. And if you see him on his content, he's literally running and gunning and handling weapons better than 99% of the population. His story is nothing short of inspirational. And on a personal level, he's been really helpful to even me overcoming my neck injury and getting back into working out, eating healthy. He always takes time to speak with me and I really appreciate it. And I know you'd be of great value to everybody else listening to this podcast right now. One of the awesome things we talked about because he is so passionate about what he does is how to navigate the waters of spending time on your passion or your hobby that you love so much, but also being a family man, a good father, a good husband. It's something that I've struggled with and I enjoyed asking him about this and seeing what his answer was. So tons of great content here. Remember, you can find this episode in all other conversations and the contemplation episodes on ChristophLewis.com forward slash podcast. You can learn a little bit more about me on there. You can find the podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps and all the conversations with the guests are recorded and those are on YouTube. Head over there and subscribe. That'd be massively helpful. Share with a friend. Thank you so much for your time. It's always appreciated. And I hope you learned as much from this episode as I did. It was really fun. So without further ado, welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. I appreciate you having me on, man. It's it's, uh, been a little while. We've been talking about it now and uh, finally uh, excited to be on here, man. Yeah, likewise. It's a pleasure. It's always to have somebody on here that I've eagerly been anticipating. And you're right. We've been talking for a minute, like at least months, if not longer than that. Half yeah, a year, like a year or something. Five, now. I, yeah, yeah, closer to that. Don't know how I ran into your profile, but once I saw what you were doing, I was immediately drawn to you. People always say you can't do something, and I was like, this, this dude. I think one of the things I saw first was you doing pull-ups. It wasn't even like running and gunning. It was like you doing pull-ups, <laughs> and it was like the the no the no-handed pull-ups, and I was like, shut yeah. the hell up. This is incredible. So. Uh, long story short, I was really attracted to the kind of content that you're putting out and the guy who you are, and I really wanted to have you on here, so I'm glad we're finally doing it now in February of 2020. It's crazy, but... Uh, I know, you got, you got a busy schedule, man. 
<laughs> I'm humbled by that. It's it's so it's again, it's it's, it's cool to have people on here. But yeah, man. Anyways, I uh, really want this to be about you. So before we get into the rest of the podcast, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah. Um, so myself, my background is um, from the Marine Corps. So I was uh, in from 2005 to a little after 2009. Um, uh, I was medically retired uh, in 2009. Um, prior to that, I was uh, in 0341 in the Marine Corps, which is uh, infantry mortarman. Um, but I actually never <laughs> did that job uh, in the Marine Corps, which was you know, kind of crazy. Bounced around from our first unit to um, from 19 was my first unit. I was sent to, and they were actually standing up. And then I was sent to six regiments where somehow I got attached to an EOD team, (laughs) which was kind of crazy. And then uh, deployed to Iraq in 2007. And then was there about four or five months before uh, my injury. Mm -hmm. And then was sent to Texas where I was just um, surgery after surgery, rehabs and things like that. Fast forward to where I'm at now is, you know, a father mostly and trying to like inspire people out there from, from just the the everyday life, you know, they don't even have to be somebody that's been in the military, you know, just something, things in life happen to people. And, you know, I think it's nice to see that other people overcome some Mm -hmm. crazy stuff Mm -hmm. in their life. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's super inspirational. Trying to to motivate people to get out there and do, do stuff and live their dreams. Yeah, man, that's, it's so noble of you because I think a lot of people, I, I, I want to encourage that. That's why I want you on here. I want to highlight your story and everybody else that I've had on here. That's really special to me because it can be difficult. Like we were talking a little bit offline, like uh, just before we started recording, how it can be kind of hard to share who you, who you are, like on a public setting, you know? So yeah, especially, especially if you're not knowing a lot of people or things like that, especially after getting out of the military, you kind of close yourself off. I feel like, um, and for a long time I was like that. Um, I would not try to overtly hide my injuries, but like, um, like the worst thing is like when somebody hands you back change, like it's just, I've had people (laughs) pull back their hands or drop the money and things like that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just a a normal dude. So, um, but getting that injury out there and just like, uh, just normalizing it, you know, it's, it, it, there's nothing to it. So, yeah. And then it's like, well, what really is normal? You know, like we all have something going on with us, whether it's internal or external and you just happen to be able to see something. And, but like I said, one of the things that I loved about your content initially, and then I, I, I really enjoyed just you as a person is because of the things you just stated to us, because it's not just, no, it's not just the running and gunning. Like I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, but it's just motivating people, inspiring people. And again, like a lot of, you know, I say it a lot. I probably say it too much. I want to inspire people. I want to motivate people. I want to do all of these things. But that's the honest to God truth to be able to go out there and just show yourself, lead by example about this is my life and this is how I'm overcoming these things. And I always think about, I, I literally always think about the Roger, ba- Roger Bannister running the four minute mile and then everybody else magically ran a four minute mile. So I think it's really inspirational to see somebody go out there and do it, share their life transparently. And it, it, it on, honestly, it inspires me to be able to do things. And I was telling you amongst all the reasons I just listed off is we were chatting quite a bit and I was overcoming a neck injury 
and you know you were trying to you said at the time you know getting back in the shape you're doing your no-handed pull-ups and shit and like you know trying to eat healthy all this stuff when we were just chatting about it honestly like motivating each other and like just that little you know chat back and forth it was just like shit dude i got i have to go do this you know like i have to go do it so that stuff was really awesome so I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for always stepping up and saying something like that because not everybody takes the time to do that. And if you're going to do that just to me, like, I'm sure you're helping a lot of people out as well. I mean, yeah, like, I love our chats just like in general because <laughs> a lot of people out there are uh, message you about like gun stuff and things like that, which is, which is what I love. Obviously, yeah. Training. yeah, yeah. Like, everyday life stuff is, is great. Um, definitely need to start eating better. And, uh, <laughs> it's been fun but i think it's like making me more of a recluse because i'm working at home now i'm working out at home and there's a lot of pros and cons to that and i'm absolutely blessed to be able to be in this position but it can be harder to get down to the garage as opposed to like going out to somewhere else oh, yeah. but you know but yeah, I, you, you still make it happen regardless one of the things I really wanted to talk about because I've struggled with it and I have a feeling that if I'm struggling with it, there might be other people that struggle with this as well, is that you have this, and I don't want to even sell it short, but this passion, this love of shooting and guns and you, you, you're a family man, you have two children, you have a wife, so you have a family and you have this, this thing that you love as well. How are you able to strike up a balance, if even balance is the right word, but how are you able to navigate the waters between the thing that you love outside of your family and then your family? Because I've struggled with it. I continue to struggle with it. And I think, like I said, that probably other people have similarities in their life like that as well. Yeah, I definitely think it's, I mean, it doesn't even have to be guns. It could be whatever you're passionate about, whatever you're could be cars or I don't know, mountain biking or something that, that you personally do by yourself or not, not by yourself, but like outside of your family. Sure. Unit, you know? um, it's definitely hard to balance the two. I guess having a great wife helps. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, that's, that's understanding. Um, I'm sure as you know, yeah. <laughs> um, getting, getting that balance in life is definitely important, but not outweighing your ambitions or goals from the family is it, definitely mm-hmm. a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like honestly, like my kids and wife and family in general comes first. Um, but now luckily I finally joined a range where I can actually kind of like maybe put together a schedule of mm-hmm. actually more going more and doing more training and stuff. So I think definitely being able to schedule your activity yeah. <laughs> yeah. or your passion, yeah. um, and then being able to have like a great partner that's, you know, helping back you up and motivate you in general, uh, mm-hmm. def- definitely is yeah. a big plus for me. So I'd say definitely if somebody's out there and they're, they're struggling with family and whatever they're doing, or maybe a job is restricting them, you know, try to, try to block, block off specific times mm-hmm. for yourself. And, uh, you know, that's definitely therapy. I know for me, um, I'm sure for yeah. a lot of other people too, it would be a, a great, great idea. <laughs> yeah, man. I think that's, that's almost exactly what I'm trying to do right now is, is schedule this. I have a day job, a podcast and I have the family and I've been talking about it a lot recently, at least at the time of this recording, how I've narrowed it down to those three priorities in my life. And I try to have them all complement each other. So like my family is first, but sometimes, you know, admittedly so, am I spending too much podcasting, you know, time podcasting and I try to navigate all this and how do I balance it? Well, I schedule it and I adhere to that schedule. Like I, 
I, I really, I don't make an excuse if it's like time to spend with my family or anything else. Like I have to be doing that. It's kind of like yeah, you, holding you yourself you have, to the gym. Like a, when you said mm-hmm. the schedule was really, mm-hmm. you know, like pretty cool. Like you have everything set mm-hmm. and I think definitely like sticking to that and having a cutoff time for it, it is important because yeah. like, I feel like sometimes my wife is like, you know, you are doing too much on Instagram or too much <laughs> of going to the range or whatever it is. And then so I'm like, okay, you know, you're right. Let's cut back and yeah. get back to the program. So <laughs> yeah, the way I've kind of described it to myself and try to articulate it the best I could to my wife was, and I had like a revelation recently is that like I was kind of touching on earlier, they all contribute to each other. So like I just asked you this question and it's, it's honestly from the bottom of my heart to be able to be a better father and husband to my family. And I'm getting to do that during my passion while like, this is my meditation. Like this is my time to, I get to talk these things out and I get to speak with somebody who truly does inspire me and from a million different backgrounds of different type of people that I speak to. So I would encourage people listening to kind of do what we're doing in your own way, but try to have the things that you really love in your life contribute to each other, but make sure that you give the time to the thing that you've committed that time to, like, like you were saying there. So I think that's really special to be able to do that. Uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, I, I like kind of talking about some of the behaviors that lead to people's success or whatever they see in their life. But when you sent me the podcast, which was really good, by the way, that you were on back in September that aired, uh, I watched that. It was super awesome. And one of the things you talked about was never quitting as something that's been a guide in your life and you've always adhered to. So I don't really want to talk about that, but I am curious if there are any other behaviors other than that, that have kind of stood out to you that you've adhered to and that have helped you in your life. Um, like you said, the never quitting part, because just finishing everything that you start is, is yeah. huge to me, you know, especially as, I don't know, like as, as somebody in the military, you know, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. going to fall out or you're going to finish it. So sure. definitely, uh, I guess having the mental discipline to, to accomplish things and being able to bring forth your best like assets Mm -hmm. to anything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether that's being a dad, you know, or whatever, uh, it's things in daily life that you need to do. But um, I'd say trying to, trying to be disciplined and bring, bringing uh, forth my best uh, effort every day, no matter what I'm doing, especially now, like where I have to think (laughs) through things. Or yeah. um, planning things out uh, and, and and finding ways around things and, yeah. and kind of that. So those are all so good. Finding ways around things for sure, and just doing the best you can. Like I've always in the past, I tried to always strive for perfection, and I was like, that is just such an absurd thing to try to adhere to. Like just literally, are you doing the best you can on this task at hand? Are you focusing on it? Are you doing the best you can? If the answer is yes then dude, you're doing all right. And just keep on moving in that yeah, forward motion. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, man. But, uh, damn, no, that's good. And you said, obviously like being a father. So an offhand question, uh, off topic question is like, what, what do you love about being a dad? It's kind of an obvious question, but like, what's your favorite thing about being a dad? My favorite thing is just like, I don't know, every day just seeing their, their smiling faces oh. and, Oh, waking up it. and you know <laughs> they're there obviously you know it's like yeah. uh they're, they're they're gonna test you every day but like it, it's definitely like a new journey every day like right. um <laughs> like we, i was talking to you about like me and my wife went away for the weekend finally you know we've 
since we moved down here, that was our first getaway. Um, nice. Went up to the mountains, came back, and my mother-in-law was like, uh, yeah, your two-year-old is climbing out of the crib now. <laughs> so hadn't been back an hour, and I had to tear apart the crib and make it into a toddler bed. And, and definitely the new adventure every day. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely will it'll test your nerves. You know, it's, it's almost – worse than being in the military <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. You know, it's so tough to you um but yeah definitely the new adventure every day it's it's something new it, it literally is it's the craziest thing like time I th- it's always like every time i think i know what the hell is going on in my life it my life changes completely and, oh, the, yeah. and the latest installment of that is just being a dad and then that expedites that just infinitely it's just crazy every well, we single have, day we have two boys and that's got to be uh, fun <laughs> it's awesome yeah I'm, I'm so i'm so blessed um and, and the other one is completely the opposite of one it's like obviously so there's funny. People and yeah. it's it's definitely you know what works for one doesn't work for the other and yeah. uh, if one's crying the other is not crying and it, yeah. <laughs> it goes back and forth yeah so. i always like relating things and i think it's kind of cool even with what you just said with your two boys like they're your boys they are your kin and they're completely different and i just you know we were talking about like okay so the schedule works for us for our passions and our families and i love like the things are so different for everybody think like even two exact people or two people that are experiencing the same thing have a different resolution for how they need to accomplish that thing. And it's just funny to hear about brothers that are just completely different. And I know that our daughter right now, she does good. She sleeps through the night and don't hate me for saying this, anybody listening, but she sleeps through the night. And I just know, I already know. And I'm accepting that when we have another kid, it's just going to be completely opposite and we're just going to be in a world of hurt. So no, I think that's, those are special answers, man, for sure. Definitely. And I wanted to touch on, you may know that one of the most important things for me, my mission for this podcast, amongst all the other things is talking about helping other people. Now, we've talked about that uh, online, offline, like we've talked about it a lot. And if you're listening to the podcast, you know, I'm huge on that. I always ask these questions and I always love asking people, why do you choose to help people? And it sounds like an obvious question, but I do think that by asking the question, it promotes the answer because everybody's answer I've never, not once have I had the same answer for any guests. So I just like asking, why do you choose to spend a lot of your time creating content and speaking with people like you helped me, like I said, why do you choose to do that? I don't know. I think it's almost not therapeutic for myself, but also like getting, getting myself out there is, um, helping motivate people in their life, you know, whether it's, you know, just something little that they're, they're not wanting to go do, but they yeah. see me out like, doing the pull-ups and stuff. And they're like, man, <laughs> I'm complaining about uh, X, Y, or Z. And it's that you know, not, not as bad as whoever, you know, not my situation can be somebody yeah. else's situation, you know, sure. like the grass is always greener on the yeah. other side. So I think like shedding light on that and helping people realize that, man, you know, whatever I have going on is not, you know, not that bad and, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll make it through, mm-hmm. you know, sun will rise and, and, the, yeah. and the sun will set and I'll still be alive. You know, that, that was always my mo- you know, motto is like, you know, no matter what happened to me, like I just wanted to stay alive, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but definitely being out there and, and motivating people, not just through shooting, but like through actions mm-hmm. and, and through uh, words and then helping. Um, I ha- I've had a lot of people message me that are, that have injuries and not just through military, but you know, I've had a couple people where they, 
a buzz saw, like a wood saw has hurt them oh, yeah. or, you know, just any, you know, car accidents and things like that. And, um, you know, it's helped motivate them to either get back on the range mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, pick up some kind of a sport or just go back out to something that they, that they love. So mm-hmm. helping motivate people to get out and not mope around, you know, yeah, I was like the poor me aspect of, yeah. of things like, you know, yeah, things suck, but you know, somebody else has something way worse and you shouldn't yeah. be you know, crying and whining about, yeah. about your little problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And it can be hard to compare, but I think ultimately what it boils down to is that like, if this person can do it, you can do it. And like you said, just your goal is to stay alive. Right. And if you are alive, because there's a lot of people that don't, regardless of military background or not, like bad things happen to people regardless of where they are. But if you're still alive, especially if you're listening to this, then you're in a pretty good place because you have access to a podcast. And I know it sounds, it may sound obvious, but if you're listening to this podcast, things, you know, they may or not be, be that bad. But the point is, is that you have access to be able to improve your life and be able to listen to content like this and see that other people are out there doing it like I had no background podcasting, no journalistic, nothing. And, you know, here I am. And it's, I hope to inspire other people and the fact that you're going out there and doing it too. And I think especially, like you said, now it doesn't matter how they got the injury, but if I had an injury that was similar to yours and I saw you doing something, I'd be like, how the hell do you do that? Or I already know by seeing you that it is possible that I can do something like that or similar. So I do think it really is important as difficult as it is to share your story. And I know we're kind of touching on some topics we kind of touched on earlier, but to be able to go out there and really show that it is possible is, I think, way more important because it's all these things, everything that we've talked about, it it all balled up into one and like leadership, you know, leading by example, showing somebody that can do it. Not just talk, talk, talking about how you should go out yeah. and, you know, uh, I like posting quotes, but I also like showing and talking through these things to show that it is possible. And then I try to show that in my life that I'm doing these things. So I think you have to try to be well-rounded to be able to to be a good leader. And that's something you're definitely doing. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. Definitely. I think like I just I don't know, back to the military wise, you know, like being a Marine and having everything, the discipline mm-hmm. and the motivation instilled in you since, you know since since uh recruit training and stuff like that it's definitely helped shape who i am obviously and being the person that i am today obviously with the injuries and combining that i think it's definitely definitely helpful because like i was told like i would never shoot again i would never you know be able to pick up a weapon and things like that might as well just get out of the military people just trying to be negative in your life Mm -hmm. and you definitely need to not listen to people that are trying to tear you down or, sure. or anything like that and definitely being positive like a positive mental attitude i've, I've talked about that in that other podcast um it is a very key motivator to to your happiness you know and um staying out there and, and doing things that you love and that you're passionate about yeah so he- here's a good point like on the on the on the fly like we're talking about leading right so okay all right. So it's easy to say that I don't want people to tear me down, but how do you personally deal with accusations or people saying you can't do things? Cause clearly you're, when I say running and gunning, if you haven't seen videos, like you need to go see what you're doing, but how do you personally deal with like people tearing you down? Cause sometimes I'll be honest, I'm a little soft when people talk negatively and it does happen on the podcast. I don't promote it, but people do reach out to me and there's a lot of negativity. So how do you deal with that? Uh, I mean, just, 
you know, obviously there's always going to be haters out there, yeah. you know, no matter what you're doing. Um, but I think just like blocking those mm-hmm. kind of people out mm-hmm. or coming back at them and, you know, saying, you know, obviously you're not doing this or you've <laughs> never been through something, sure. you know, where you need to overcome. You're obviously somebody out there that's probably very negative and have something in your life yeah. that is not very good. Sure. So, yeah, man. <laughs> Um, just, I don't know. I always just try to block people out Mm -hmm. and not listen to, you know, stupid comments and people trying to talk about me because I I know my capabilities and I know, you know, what's, what's in here and what's in here can definitely, uh, you know, outperform somebody or, you know, be just as good. Yeah. No, it's a really good answer. Thank you. I, it's, you know, we, we all struggle with this stuff. So this is really helpful to me. Like, said it a million times these podcasts are for me as well one of the things i wanted to touch on again on this podcast because it was such a really good podcast and i kind of want to extend some of the things that i heard but you had talked about how you had gone to college post-military post-injury and you specifically said you never thought you'd go to college you never thought you'd get a degree and you never thought you'd have the capacity to go to that type of school I am thinking like, how are you taking that lesson to not sell yourself short and applying it to the now? Oh, well, I definitely, that's why I went into the Marine Corps was just, you know, I didn't have any other options, you know, Um, my childhood, I I moved from, you know, parent to parent, you know, back and forth all the way up until actually I moved to my aunt and my aunt and uncle finally finished raising me. And I just got by in school, got good enough grades just to play sports, honestly, you know, just, yeah. you know, slacking and partying <laughs> <Been there. laughs> and things like that. And no real structure besides like sports and things like that. Um, so I didn't really have an option. You know, I, I uh, signed up for the Marine Corps actually my junior year in high school. Wow. And, um, waited till I graduated. Then I left the next day to Paris Island. So definitely the Marine Corps helped shape who I became Mm -hmm. and matured me enough to realize, Hey, if you want to be doing this infantry stuff or this, why, you know, while you're 30, 40, whatever years old, you're going to be broke. Your back's going to be broke. Your leg's going to be broke. You know, you you might want to go get an education. (laughs) that definitely sobered me up to the realization that obviously an education is going to take you a lot further in life. Mm -hmm. Um, So once I was injured in the Marine Corps and I was realizing I wasn't going to be able to stay in, I actually applied to Ohio state, which I didn't even think I was going to get a response or anything. That's what I'm saying, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, they, I, uh, what I, I had to write like a big essay and everything like that. And I was actually accepted to main campus, which was pretty amazing. Not like a satellite campus or anything. So yeah. I was like, all right, let's do this. Um, and just taking that positive mental attitude and like all the way up, I think until my junior year at Ohio state, I didn't even, um, go to like the disability services office sure. for, or like I was, my I took uh, my degrees in history. So like every test was, um, they call them blue books and you just have to write and write and write and write. And I, I was like, no, I'm not going to go to, go to the office. Yeah. I'm not going to get extra time. And I finally just sucked it up. I was like, Hey, you know, you need to check yourself, check your ego at the door. You know, you need to go and get this assistance. And it did. And it, it definitely helped improve my GPA and you know, extra time for, for writing for me is huge, yeah, obviously, yeah. missing the digits and stuff. 
and just sobering up to the realization that that education is definitely going to take you a lot further in life than, you know, yeah. manual labor. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You do get beat to hell in the military and there's plenty of jobs, uh, civilian jobs that you get beat to hell that you just quite frankly can't do for your entire life. And if you do it for most of your life, you're not going to have that great of a held together body and, you know, your quality of life is definitely yeah it's great so education is important i do love showing an example of college um contrary to popular opinion i know that i say a lot of things about college but what i always want to beat into people's heads is that it's not uh, a a linear path right so college can be the path that you want to take a lot of people have thought we were raised that that was the only plan that you could possibly yeah. take, but I kind of want to articulate to the listeners that you can go the way that Anson's going here. You can go just as long as you're continuously learning and you, you understand that to be able to get where you want in life, if it is growth, if it's not cool, but if it is growth, you're going to have to be continuously learning in some capacity. And it's really cool to see that you're able to do that. Well, I definitely didn't think like, like you said, um, from the other podcast, like I would even be accepted into a school mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I don't even think I would, I would have been mature enough or ready enough, honestly, at that point in my life to yeah. even attempt it. Um, so I think definitely the structure that the Brie Corps provided and the way that they, I don't want to say like reprogram my brain, but <laughs> we all know, you know that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. You get um, def- definitely built, built a, a mindset of never quitting always being positive, finishing what you start and things like that. And, then, and that's something that I try to translate over to my, my boys. Um, mm-hmm. We have, you know, a kindergartner and, and we're, we're going through the, the, the struggles of, sure. you know, ABCs and writing and learning everything. And, you know, he's asking why, and you know, like, you know, you don't want to be that guy digging ditches on the side of the road or, or digging up bombs, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love that I served my country and stuff, but I definitely, I always say that my boys can join whatever branch they want as long as they go to college first. You know, mm-hmm. I, I definitely don't want them to be the grunt. So yeah, yeah, dad, daddy, dad, dad did that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. education. Yeah, absolutely, so, education, 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 one hundred percent. Before we get out of here, I do want to say if you are listening. And you do follow me on Instagram at Christoph Lewis. What I do 24 hours before we record with the guest now, the last maybe like five, 10 episodes has been put out a sticker 24 hours in advance and you can ask the guest questions. So we have a few questions. I'm going to ask one of them. Let me see here real quick. Okay. This one's totally off, but I'd be curious to see what your answer is. So if there was one person living or dead to have a conversation with, who would it be? Oh man. I have no clue how to answer that by the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I love history. So there's yeah, so many people yeah. in mean, mind, maybe like somebody like general George Patton, you know, yeah. finding out how yeah. his brain worked a little bit, yeah. finding out how his leadership style uh, worked. Um, that's answer. something that, that, that that's rare in history. Somebody like that, that mm-hmm. is, you know, commanding so many men and doing, or had done so many yeah. great things in battle and stuff. Um, yeah. Like I, I've uh, my history degree is you know more towards like American military stuff. Okay. So I would definitely say probably Patton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really great answer, and that's a good question too. I really like Patton. I've read a couple of his biographies, and one of the ones I read was some I think lieutenant that was serving next to him or with him in some capacity at some time, and 
one of my favorite things about the man of who is General Georges Patton is the fact of reading about the really personal stuff about how he speaking about self doubt about how he had self doubt when he was going through I can't remember the schooling he had to go to but the military academies that he was going to he just didn't think he had what it took sometimes to be in a leadership position and obviously I think he failed his first year or something or I can't remember what it was but the point is is that yeah, yeah, such a great figure, you know, that's just world renowned, especially um, as a as a military figure, as you describe, could have so much doubt. We all do. You know, we're all human beings. So I think that's a great pick. Yeah, I definitely think it's it's definitely a trait that everyone has. And mm-hmm. even if they don't want to talk about it, mm-hmm. um, just thinking about that and then overcoming that self-doubt yeah. and yeah. proving, yeah. you know, yourself wrong and, and everyone else wrong. Yeah. So. yeah, he did it and you're doing it. And that's why I'm so glad we finally did this, man. It's been really special. I would love to have you on in the future. I'm going to think I'm going to start repeating guests uh, coming up here soon. So be ready for that. Uh, Anybody that's listening as well, I think we're going to start doing that. And uh, because I think this is like 100 and I've I've lost track, 130 something guests and over 200 episodes. So uh, before we get out of here, tell us where we can find you, whether it be Instagram, websites or anything like that. Um, So mostly I'm just on Instagram. It's nubgunner, uh, all one word. Um, So check me out on Instagram. Uh, I have a YouTube page, but I haven't really posted anything on there in quite a long time. Uh, I mostly stick to Instagram um, okay. and do some training and gun picks and motivate people out there and Hell yeah, man. hopefully uh, hopefully get, get people out and doing what they love. Dude, you're crushing it. You really are. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's been really helpful and it says a lot. I know how, for me, I'm, I'm very uh, slow at responding to my DMs now because my life is just... It's crazy. And I know that when somebody takes the time to just direct message me, as silly as it may sound, is is really important to me when somebody takes time out of the day to write me. So I do appreciate that. I've had a great time. Anson, thank you so much for being here and have a phenomenal rest of your night. I appreciate it, Christian, too, man. I appreciate having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely.